What's up, my fellow lionesses and lions? Welcome to the Project Lioness podcast. We are here to disrupt the mainstream narrative when it comes to health, holism, and human consciousness. We are here to share bold truths about health and life from a female perspective. This episode is brought to you by our team, Inspire Co., where we stand for your health being inspired by choice rather than being inhibited by chance. Thank you for being here and joining in on these raw, real, and powerful conversations. We hope our show brings you inspiration and empowerment to overcome challenges, reclaim your life, and ultimately pursue your mission with power, purpose, and play. Now, let's get into the episode. What have been some of the challenges that you've bumped up against? And you don't have to get into like specifics of, and maybe you haven't dealt with challenges, but I would imagine not everyone in your sphere holds this consciousness or this level of work. And I think people who might be listening may be dealing with that with a loved one and those interpersonal relationships can get challenging where you almost avoid it. Yeah. So what has allowed you in your gifts to like have the courage to speak of these things, knowing that on the other side, they may not get it, they may not agree, or they may not understand. I have been wildly surprised that I have yet to interact with someone who hasn't in some way, shape, or form like accepted that as okay. Cool. Which has rocked me, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I also think it's a reflection of you, but yeah, but that doesn't I, surprise me with you. I feel like I'm, I'm able to have those conversations in like a way that just, like I don't tiptoe around it yeah. like a lot of people do. Like this yeah. concept of death is a very real thing for everybody. Mm. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Did you hear that? You are not immortal. You will die. But I feel like the... Like death can be so much less scary if you actually talk about it when you're living. And it's yeah. not that I'm like manifesting my own death. Right. No. Because it's it's gonna happen. Yep. Like someday yep. I will die. Yep. And when I do, I want that transition to be a, a peaceful, joyful, like happy, like celebratory thing. I know mm-hmm. there will be sadness. I get it. Like that's just part of it. Yeah. But it doesn't only have to be that. Right. Room for room for the whole experience, right? right? Room yes. for the tears, the anger, the confusion, yeah. the the laughter, um, the the celebration yeah. and not feel guilty. Right. Cuz that's something that I've noticed at funerals too. It's like if you laugh too loud, <laughs> be, I think it can be based on like the consciousness and the context of who and what is hosting it. But like, if you laugh too loud or you giggle or, you know, whatever, I think yeah. there can this be this like, you should be sad right now, you know? And maybe that's my own projection, probably some <laughs> if, of my projection. If people but, don't laugh at my funeral, because so I'm gonna, Dr. Mel is officiating my funeral. <laughs> So Which is like the yes greatest honor when you, side note, when you asked me to do that, I like went home and just bawled. I was like, what? Like, that is like one of the greatest honors other than I think being a doula or at someone's birth. If someone invites you to yeah. their birth, I've been invited to one birth with my friend, Julia. Shout out to Julia. I know she listens to this. I was able to be at her birth um, for her firstborn and the doula was there. The midwife was there. I was there holding space and it was like the coolest fucking yeah. thing. Yep. So this is like right along with that. We're like, 
Man, it is such an honor, Lens. Yeah. And if it changes, you can change it. Like I'm not attached to it. Well, if there's someone better who comes no, along, no, 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 I'll fight. Them. <laughs> <laughs> no permission for all the downers who are not participating in the fun, like spitball them or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, bitch, you better get a freaking shot of tequila. No, I'm just kidding. We'll probably have like there NA, were tequila shots NA. at my wedding, so it would be funny mm. if there were tequila shots. Do you want any my- tequila? Or real tequila. Maybe both. I mean, okay. We can have, op- I like own. options. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably take a shot of real tequila. I encourage you <laughs> to do so. <laughs> <laughs> like, do what you gotta Prost. do. <laughs> yes, exactly. My German, which I've discovered I'm not really oh, actually German, but that's a whole other conversation. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so psilocybin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having, not tiptoeing. Mm-hmm. So to recap the, your personal journey of what's helped that connection um, so having the conversation with yourself first, mm-hmm. doing deep inner work, um, for those of you who, you know, hear psilocybin and something rises up in your mind, I'm going to invite you as a practitioner to not just go drop some mushrooms in your basement. Highly don't <laughs> recommend that. Um, uh, is that an option? Yes. I think it's valuable to have guides and people who know what they're doing. So if that is something that is perking in your system and you're curious, um, you can connect with me. I'm, I'm been studying that for a while and I know people in that world who know what they're doing. Um, and it's not to say you can't get benefit out of dropping mushrooms in your basement. I don't think my experience would have been the same had it not been. I agree from what you've told me. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I don't. Um, so there was such benefit in having people there to, um, to process with totally because uh, what I didn't expect is to be able to just like come out of my trip and go pee when I needed to <laughs> pee <laughs> and have people there to be like hey this is what's happening I'm gonna go back in <laughs> yeah <laughs> see you later <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? exactly so, just, so I think that was a really important part is just like having those space holders there and feeling like I could actually like really go into it because I felt safe yeah. in the presence of the guides that I had. That's important. So, yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. So anyway, because Lynn's is speaking to this and there is a renaissance happening and it has been decriminalized in uh, some places of the world. And that's probably the trend. I think with any sort of emergence of a healing phenomena, there can be really powerful means of doing it. <clears throat> and if you don't honor the set and setting with any sort of modality, it can go south. Um, so I just want to speak to that. And because we're talking about it and because I'm a practitioner, I feel it is my responsibility to let you guys know, like there are proper ways of doing this <clears throat> from all different perspectives. So just my little caveat there, my little disclaimer on the side of like, don't go like I heard it on a podcast with Dr. Mel and now I'm going to go do a bunch of mushrooms. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And I am definitely an advocate of expanding consciousness. So if you want to have those conversations with me, you can find me and we can have those conversations. So, okay. So those, anything else that feels important to share in your, you mentioned in our conversations before this, like your body mind connection, that type of thing. I don't know how much you want to speak to that, but this is really your, your space to, to speak wisdom. So, I don't feel like I've had a body-mind connection until after I was diagnosed and I started getting care from you. Interesting. I, w- 
was always quick to be like, oh, this is how I feel. Oh, shut it down. But Thinking your learned, feelings. Yep. I, I think my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't feel them. I think them. But it turns out that's not the, the case. Past. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. They're stored and they needed to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they needed to be felt, they, not thought. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so the uh, network spinal work that I've been doing with you has been critical in me really forming the relationship between my body and my mind mm. and understanding that there isn't one without the other. They, they play in the same yeah. playpen. Like <laughs> they're just, and sometimes they fight. Sometimes, sometimes they exactly, play. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's been a really uh, important part of my healing journey too. And I don't think that my psilocybin journey would have been quite as powerful. Maybe I can't speak to it any other way than I experienced it, but totally. I don't know that it would have been as wholly healing and transformative as it was had I not done all the work that I did with you leading up to it for a solid, what, year and a half, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate you speaking to that because that's something I'm, I've seen with clients who have chosen to do their you know journeys and then maybe some people who haven't had the somatic work and the nervous system work as a foundation when we're just in our conscious living versus people who have been able to tap into both and there there is there is a difference right because at the end of the day your body is your vessel of your consciousness Mm -hmm. right and it's important to help those two be integrated and psilocybin or psychedelics can be such a somatic experience but if you don't feel safe here first it to me what I've seen is it doesn't anchor in as much Mm, so it's been an honor to facilitate that part of it for you and didn't you find us on like Instagram I did yeah because all my rugby friends (laughs) oh yeah rugby here yeah yeah we're connected through rugby I don't play rugby (laughs) so many people by the way that like know you who know me and they're like how do you know this person I'm like I don't even know the the web of life brought us together like (laughs) fuck man but I remember like yeah you you had messaged (laughs) on Instagram and I think I was I was working on someone and it's still on our Instagram I think it's me working on Debbie and Debbie would be fine with me disclosing that because she gave me permission to share that uh, video but you're like I need this and I'm like yeah here's our number reach out and then you did and now here we are yep and now you support my kids and yep. soon my husband they are the yep your kids are the best when oh, they man. come in the little they fidget spinners yeah like their appointment next week they're like is it monday yet <laughs> they're so excited i love them they're great i love all the kids uh, i care for yeah. but your kids are are a hoot yeah they're i think so and it's funny when ryan brought them to their appointment a while back he yeah. was like I get it. You walk into that place and you just like feel mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It's intentional. It's We've good. done things to the it. space so you guys can feel. And I think it's just after, and I appreciate that feedback because that is feedback we get a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, all this is not like a shameless plug for, you know, coming to our office. That's your autonomy. But, you know, Lynn's has experienced a lot of benefits mm-hmm. that I know you've wanted to share upon. Um, but, we've done a lot to this space. And I think over the years, the the healing and the wholeness experience here, just it just creates a feel now where it's just here, yeah, right? Like yep. y'all showing up and doing your work, like you are part of that field. And it gives even subconsciously when people walk in and they've never experienced their own wholeness, 
they can feel it. They're like, something here is different. And that's because of y'all showing up and and doing the work. It's nothing special that Aaron and Dr. Aaron and Ashley and myself are doing. Like, yes, we're holding that frequency, but really it's the community being like, yo, this is possible. Whether it's a free thing you guys come to or you start care or whatever it is, um, know that as, you know, Lynn's is speaking to, like wholeness is possible and accessible and it it's not as far out there as you think. Mm-hmm. And it does require you to have the courage to choose something different. Right. Cause it's different. Like, yeah, you don't like crack my neck and <laughs> pop my hips. And I like, crack your destiny. You crack my soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's soul work. I crack Dr. open Mata. your soul so that <laughs> yeah. everything that is already in you is like, Oh, thank you. We can do the work now. It can exist. Yeah. Oh man. That's great. What else? Yeah. Um, but a a lot of the, the work that I've put in the last year and a half has allowed me to reflect on this concept of time Mm -hmm. and time being both precious and renewable. Yep. And I actually put together uh, a keynote talk that I've been giving at various places. I actually just gave it at my high school to a bunch of Did seniors. <gasps> yep, yep. That's amazing. Yeah, they recorded it. And I was like, oh, this Where is amazing. Where did you go to high school again? New Richmond, okay. Wisconsin. Uh, yes, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. But what was really cool, so I've only given it in front of adults up until this past week. Yeah. And giving it to a group of seniors in high school who are about to experience the world mm-hmm. was just such an interesting dynamic and it was just so powerful mm-hmm. to have them like be curious about what I was saying yeah. because some of the lessons that I draw from my past into the presentation are things like understanding that the things that in your past that have felt like wasted time are preparing you for something bigger. Mm. Like when I was little, I wanted to be a country music singer. Like that was everything. Really? <laughs> Up until like senior sing, year of high school. Do you sing country now? No. <laughs> I, do I, like, not, I didn't know you I like country. I like country. Okay. I don't sing now. Okay, like, okay. I, I probably could if I tried, but. Yeah, you could. But I went to college tried out for the like special ensemble choir, oh didn't gosh. make it and was like pissed about all the wasted time mm. until I remembered that or until I figured out that all of the time I had spent connecting with people, connecting with audiences, engaging people, making people laugh, making people feel mm-hmm. was preparing me for a bigger connection later in life. And what yes. do I do now? I public speak and I connect with people. That's it. Like all of that was preparation. It wasn't wasted time. Mm. So I talk about lessons like that and things like understanding that you're going to be memorable for different reasons than you think. Mm. So saying yes to opportunities that scare you or that are, that are presented at a time that is not the perfect time for you. Yeah. Like limiting your own opportunities by saying no, because you think you know the perfect timing for everything. Like sometimes shit just shows up in your lap and you're like, I'm not ready for this. And the universe is like, here it is. We wouldn't give it to you if you (laughs) weren't. (laughs) like cancer for example (laughs) you know exactly there's your joke um so can i just ask a question in that yeah so would you say from your exploration of time as a resource which is really space Mm -hmm. if we apply physics then if you're able to perceive the gifts of the lived experience and derive it and 
help it change form and see where it served you in other ways, would you say there is, is there really such a thing as wasted time if you can hold that perception? Not a chance. Not, not at all. Interesting. No. And that was such a shift. I believe that too, but yeah, I just wanted to ask. Maybe it was a leading question, but <laughs> I led into it. Well, thank you for leading into it <laughs> because no, there's no such thing as wasted time. Like I think that there's such thing as being intentional also. Yeah, that's a good point because I think on the other side of that, people do sometimes have the feedback mechanisms of like, I know there's more within me. Right. And perhaps you needed the not making that ensemble right, to shift your trajectory, like you said, into something that is of more alignment, but still see the gifts of that experience and right. not have resentment. Yep, exactly. Because what I hear you're speaking to is like, oh, that was wasted. That's a form of resentment mm-hmm. of like, I wasted all this time. Right. Versus like, well, what did that teach me? Yeah. How did that serve me? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And um, one of the things that I talk about in my presentation too is like, <clears throat> I, I make a, a reference to the claw machine in arcades. Mm, yeah. And, and essentially that, that's what cancer did for me is it was that claw machine that lifted me up out of my current reality, out of the slog of my daily life. And it forced perspective. Wow. Like it said, look at what you're doing with your life. You might not be here for long. Wake up. That is a powerful like visual and such a beautiful way to describe like the claw of life. Right. And however you want to perceive that and beautifully said about we all will have a moment of like a tap on the shoulder Mm -hmm. that may transmute into a claw someday right? or a slap in the face or uh, a car accident or like you said, cancer that's like, yo, wake the fuck up Mm -hmm. and live your fucking life. Not that you weren't living but I think there's a difference of like just getting by and and surviving versus like no I'm here to leave a legacy beyond my physical form right yeah and I'm here to take in all that what my physical life has to offer yeah can offer yeah because something that has shown itself to me so clearly is how much how many opportunities there are to connect with people yeah who are different from you, who you can learn from, who you can teach. And those connection points live, like those real life connection points. And the beautiful thing about the world now is like, I get to connect with people across the world with a touch of a button. Yeah, And that's cool too. That is cool. Like that's really cool. That's the gift of technology. I read something the other day. It was some sort of article talking about how hard it is for students to sit in class and get lectured when at their fingertips is the fucked up shit that's happening all across the world mm-hmm. that's being mm-hmm. managed by adults. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You know, yeah. seemingly responsible adults like right. making all this crap happen. With inner wounded children. And that they're supposed to just sit there and be like, yeah, e equals MC oh, squared. Oh, cal- <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I was about to say calculus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, my husband and I reflect on that often. And Ashley and I have also talked about this too, where technology has allowed so many amazing things while simultaneously there's a level in which our nervous system wasn't, I don't want to say wasn't designed, but the capacity in which our nervous system is at now and the collective consciousness, I think it's a matter of like, we can hold in our 
brain or maybe store it like 150 connections. Yeah. But social media and technology has just blown that up where we can have connection to people that we may never go to that part of the world, but Mm -hmm. we know there's something going on. Right. And while that can serve, it's also like, what is that doing to our collective nervous system? And like you said, there's potentially a lack of focus on like, why the fuck would I care about what is on this screen when I know like there's issues with humanity at Mm -hmm. stake. So as much as it's like blown our brains open, it's like, how do we, how do we be embodied enough to like also live our daily life and not feel, I, I think about this so often, like not feel guilt in living all out mm. when simultaneously across the globe there's human suffering right like what is what is that like yeah. i don't know my my perception is like how can i end suffering in myself so i can make a big enough impact even turning on a button someone from across the world where i share one nugget and and yeah. maybe it shifts something in their consciousness <laughs> i don't know yeah i'm curious if you have any perspectives on that well so the first thing that came into my mind is like the the integration period after my psilocybin journey. Because mm. like you, <laughs> you feel this crazy, amazing shift in consciousness and then you go back to real life. Yeah, yeah. whatever that means. And you're like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> this is different. <laughs> yeah. But it's because I'm different. It's because I'm different. And that's sort of the same thing. Like all of a sudden Mm. you're aware of stuff that's happening everywhere. Yeah. And at the same time, you still have to live life here. Mm -hmm. And there's a really, I think that's like a forever task is trying to find balance between those two things. Some days it's easier than others. Totally. And, (laughs) and I think it's okay to have the hard days. And I think it's okay to like, take a social media detox. And I also right. say that having the privilege of being able to do that. Right. You know? Um, so I'm conscious of that. I'm conscious of my ability to say yes and no, but you're right. It's like holding multidimensionality mm-hmm. while also being a human. Right. And as one of my mentors says, like you, Dr. Brian Lum, I love you. You're amazing. And he taught me this. So I'm giving credit where credit's due, but like you have your alien part, which is that global universal consciousness like everything is one everything is connected like i met god i am god right whatever right you've got your alien part well maybe that's your angel part some people would argue that aliens are angels vice versa but we won't go there in this (laughs) podcast (laughs) well but then you also have your animalistic human side yeah and then you have your ancestral side which is like who came before you Mm -hmm. right the the feet that stepped on this earth before us and we're all of it right right? and you're also a human who's gonna fucking cry and be angry and have emotions and deal with human experiences like death and trauma and cancer and loss and it's like what's at the root of all that and my experience so far has been love and connection Mm -hmm. because as you said time is space Like, this is the only moment like this of you and I together in a podcast on 111, 2024 that will ever exist. Right. We cannot recreate this moment, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this moment in our atoms and our particles will never exist again. And, like, what a beautiful fucking gift. And also, like, 
there's like comedy and tragedy in that. All I was going to say, it's like happy and sad. It's the duality. Yeah. It's the duality, about. which is literally the, the crux of matter is right. protons and electrons. And that's mm-hmm. what creates matter. And that's the mat, like what matters in life. Yeah. Like now my brain's just, I need to fast on all these podcasts. I, I was going to say you're on a roll, man. <laughs> You guys have been with me long enough where you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mel had to bring in particle physics <laughs> with lens. But that's that's why I love and appreciate you is like your ability to dance in the humanness and in the lived experience and also share wisdom in that too and, and be real and laugh at these things of life and death. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't know, laughter is so healing. It is healing, yeah. Laughter and connection are like the biggest healers yeah. that I've found. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take life so seriously. Yeah. You know, anything else that you feel called to share or what feels like a, I was going to ask you, I was like, if you were on your deathbed, <laughs> what would you share? <laughs> Linz? I feel like I can only make that joke with you. That's amazing. Yep. That's amazing. Oh, and we're, man. we're really all on a death and life bed. Like it's just going to happen at different points in time yeah, and for different reasons, right? you know, but if you were to want to speak anything else into this podcast and maybe there, I don't know, you guys let me know if you want Lynn's on for part two. <laughs> um, what else feels important for the audience to hear in relation to this conversation that's like in you? Yeah. I think just the concept of understanding that time is precious. Mm-hmm. And being intentional with your time is an active choice. Um, and it's like the, the most important gift that renews every morning. Mm-hmm. I had one um, really, really hard night a couple nights ago mm-hmm. where I was so fearful of going to sleep because I felt that I would not wake up. Yeah. Because honestly, that's what this cancer is capable of. Yeah, um, There's someone in the ocular melanoma community who recently <clears throat> was given a couple days um, and he wanted to make it through the holidays and his partner put a post up that said that the day that he passed he kept asking if the kids were in bed if it was nighttime yet is it nighttime yet is it nighttime yet like he was waiting until his kids were peacefully asleep mm. and that just like glued to my soul while I was trying to fall asleep and I just couldn't do it. And so I had to, you know, ask Ryan to just like kind of talk me off the ledge. Yeah. <clears throat> but as I was kind of spiraling and then coming out of the spiral, I was like, you know, if I wake up tomorrow, it will be the, the most important gift that I'm given. And that's the gift of time. Mm. And so this idea of being intentional about the time that I'm gifted, I'm not given, like I'm gifted time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to use it in the way, the best ways that I can um, and hopefully help other people understand that they can too. Wow. I'm just going to like breathe that in for, <laughs> for a second. You're really amazing at storytelling. Thank you. You're like, clearly that's why you're a speaker. <laughs> you're really amazing at like bringing people into those really human lived moments like with you and just feeling feeling that in in the body and just being like 
yeah, like every day we wake up. Like I mean, I'm even there, like in bed waking up and like, thank you. Like, thank you universe. Thank you to myself. Like I fucking woke up because there's going to be one day where you go into the sleep and be reborn in some capacity. Right. It's beautiful. Until then, I'm going to cherish it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you and follow you and follow your work? Yeah. So I have an Instagram page for my speaking uh, career. Mm-hmm. It's at Lynn's Speaks. Mm-hmm. Lynn's, L-I-N-D-S. Yep. I don't know if you want to joke about your name. <laughs> well, so my parents <laughs> decided to get creative <laughs> Do they listen to this podcast? <laughs> my mom will. I don't okay, know if my okay. dad will, but okay. um, they named me Lindsay, and it's after a water softener, so it's not even a good story. <laughs> but um, my name is Lindsay, but I shortened it to Linz on Instagram because when people call me Lindsay, I'm just like, who? What? That's not my name. Where? <laughs> who? Um, so yeah, Linz Speaks on Instagram. Linz Speaks. Yes. So it'll be two S's in a row. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes. And I have some little clips of some of my 60 second growth spurts from YouTube. Um, and then some, some quotes from my keynote presentation that I put together on there. So that's the easiest way yeah. to contact me. And I would say if you're listening and you're, you're seeking someone to bring a very inspirational, moving talk to your audience, your company, this is simply, I think, a fragment of what you offer to yeah. people, but also a very powerful fragment because you cannot have the ocean without all the drops of water yeah. and all the little moments. So <laughs> thank you from, uh, the bottom of my heart, um, for, being in my life and wow, I did not expect this. Um, I mean, I said I might cry, but now it's just like all here. Um, you have given me so much permission to be courageous in the work that I do. And it is truly an honor and a gift to serve and be a reflection back to you of the greatness and the healing that you bring to people. And yeah, I just, Again, you guys, it's been like an almost an hour and a half and I feel like there's so much more we could talk about, but I'm just going to like cherish this moment and um, just say thank you. Like, thank you for bringing all of you and um, thank you for teaching me and giving me permission to fucking live all out mm-hmm. in, in my mission and my legacy, knowing that I too will have a day that we take the deep sleep and are reborn in, in a new form. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I love and appreciate you. I love you too. And I appreciate you and mean it when I say that you've been such an important part of my healing process. You know that. I do. Good. I receive that. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, I'm not going to do a fancy sign off because I'm in tears. So thank you for tuning in and uh, we love and appreciate you lions and lionesses. And we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you for joining the Project Lioness podcast. Did you find value in today's episode? Help us impact the lives of others by sharing this podcast with someone you know who would resonate and benefit from the Project Lioness message. Excited to hear more? We invite you to subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And we'd be so grateful for you to leave us a review about what you enjoy most as well as what you'd like to hear more of. Thank you so much for all of your support. Sincerely yours in power, purpose, and play. 
Dr. Mel with the Project Lioness podcast. Keep rising, keep roaring, and keep inspiring.